This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. I started to realize that not being an expert isn't a liability, it's a real gift. If we don't know something about ourselves at this point in our life, it's probably because it's uncomfortable to know. If you can die before you die, then you can really live. There's a wisdom at death's door. I thought I was insane, yeah. And I didn't know what to do because there was no internet. I don't know, man, I'm like, I feel like everything is hard. Hey y'all, my name is Kat. I'm a human first and a licensed therapist second. And right now, I'm inviting you into conversations that I hope encourage you to become more curious and less judgmental about yourself, others, and the world around you. Welcome to You Need Therapy. Hi guys, and welcome to a new Monday episode of You Need Therapy podcast. My name is Kat. I am the host and I'm glad you're here, whatever day it is that you're listening to this. For those of you that are new, you might not be familiar with, but for those of you that are not new, you're very familiar with the nice disclaimer I like to put at the top of each episode that basically just lets everybody know that although I'm a therapist and this podcast is called You Need Therapy, this does not serve as a replacement or substitute for any actual mental health services. But I always hope that this podcast whatever episode you're listening to, even if it's one that you initially put on, you're like, oh, I don't know that this really is going to pertain to me. I always hope that you can get something from each of these episodes that can help you on whatever journey that you're on at whatever time you're on it. And maybe it's going to be helpful for something in the future. You never know. So I'm doing a solo episode today. And before I get into it, I want to give a little update because I am so obsessed. If you listened to the episode a couple weeks ago where I talked about how my engagement photos 
were rescheduled and then it rained and all this stuff happened. But then I asked myself the question, what does this make possible? And it actually turned out better than I could have imagined. So I finally got my pictures back. So if you want to see what they look like, you can go to my Instagram at cat.defada. I mean, better than anything I could have hoped for. And I want to give a lot of credit to our photographer, Glenna Gilbert. She actually also texted because the pictures ended up being pretty different from the vibe that I originally had put in my little Pinterest mood board. She sent me a text and she said, I know these look a little different than our original idea. So if you want to do another mini session, let me know. And my reply was, oh my gosh, I could not imagine anything better than this. I'm one of those people who does not believe everything happens for a reason. And I think when we look at certain situations with the question, what does this make possible? We can really open ourselves up to things bigger than just our engagement photos, right? We can really open ourselves up to things that we could not have planned or dreamed for because, you know, life is just so much bigger than our brains. So if you wanted to look at those pictures, go for it. I understand some people do not care, but I'm obsessed with them and feel like I will be for a long time. So let's get into the actual episode content. I actually had something planned different that I was going to talk about today, but then Yesterday morning, it was, I think, oh, it was, I'm recording this on a Saturday. So it was Friday morning. I was about to sit down. I was eating breakfast and I was about to sit down to work on the podcast and then record it. And I started watching the Kardashians um, (laughs) at 8 a.m. as I was eating my breakfast. And it got me thinking. And if you're not familiar with the drama that is happening with this season, I'm going to catch you up. But Courtney and Kim are feuding because. Kim did a business deal with Dolce & Gabbana about four months after Courtney's wedding. And Courtney got upset. And her wedding was basically all curated around 90s Dolce & Gabbana looks. And she got upset because she felt like Kim used her wedding as a business opportunity and copied her wedding in the show that she curated with Dolce & Gabbana four months after her wedding. And if you're confused, I think a lot of people are confused. And obviously, there's a lot more to it than what I just said. But I'm not so much concerned about that feud. What I found really interesting is something that Courtney said to Kim in their big sit down conversation. And who knew? (laughs) I'm like sitting here laughing at myself because who knew I was going to base an episode off of the Kardashians? I never would have guessed that, but here we are. But something that Courtney said really did spark something in me. And she asked Kim why she wanted to do the project that she did with Dolce & Gabbana. And Kim said something along the lines of, I wanted to challenge myself and prove that I could do something like this on my own. And Courtney kind of pressed harder and said, but I want you to really think more about why you constantly have this drive to do more and to work and to prove these things. She didn't say exactly that, but that's kind of what she said. And this is the thing that I found really interesting and sparked this idea. Most of us know that Kim is known for working a lot. She had that whole fiasco last year when she said that everybody just needs to work and get up off their booties and and work and da, 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 da. And she also, regardless of that, she talks about working a lot frequently and how she loves to work. And that's just something that we know about her, which I don't think is a problem alone. I mean, again, I don't know them personally, so it could really be a problem. But loving to work and working a lot 
standing alone is not an issue. But one of the things that she said was, again, I wanted to do this to prove to myself that I could do it. And I wanted to challenge myself and push myself. And I wanted to see what I'm capable of. And it's one thing to work for the sake of enjoyment. Some people really love their jobs and really love to work. It's another thing to constantly be working to constantly raise the bar for yourself. And for someone like Kim Kardashian, I find this really interesting. And there's plenty of people like this, which is why I think this is such an important concept, is she's done so much, accomplished so much. She's pushed so many limits. I mean, she's made so much money, but there is seemingly this constant effort to continue to pursue this greatness or the next thing or and then the next thing and then the next thing. And I don't have enough information to really dive in to the ins and outs of her internal life per se. But I do think this opens up space for a conversation that I have pretty often in my head and it comes up a lot of times with the clients that I work with. And that conversation is about the line between self-acceptance and self-improvement. And a lot of questions come up in my mind when I think about that. Like why do we always need to challenge ourselves? Is there a point where we will have improved enough. Are we supposed to take breaks from growing or do we just keep going until we die? How do I accept myself if I'm also at the same time improve, trying to improve myself? Like it seems like those kind of contradict. And if I accept myself, am I then not going to reach my full potential? It's a conversation that makes me do some like mental gymnastics inside of my head. And I don't know what this is like in other cultures and other countries, but it seems like Americans are obsessed with the idea of personal growth and financial growth. And it, this could be a biased idea, right? It might be I, I, me because I'm immersed in the culture of personal growth and self-help and, and um, therapy and all that. I'm immersed in it. But it seems like every five seconds, there's a new workshop, there's a new book, there's a new strategy, there's a new challenge out there. And one of the reasons I think that is, is because there is such a high demand for it. We're all grasping at that. And I don't want anybody to hear something I'm not saying, because I love a lot of this stuff. I think self-improvement and self-discovery is a crucial part of our lives. I just don't know that we always have the skills to identify when we're overdoing it. And maybe that's the next self-help or self-improvement is developing the skills of knowing how to balance these two things. And the truth is, well, I believe the truth is constantly striving to be better can be exhausting. It can lead to burnout and feeling like a failure, or it can turn into this type of workaholism that isolates us and, and distorts our value system right from underneath us. And we don't know that it's even happening. And I was actually on vacation a couple weeks ago with Patrick's family. We went to the beach and I brought my computer with me. I don't really know why I did that. But I brought my computer with me and one morning I spent about 45 minutes, maybe an hour, answering some emails and doing some work on our social media and some stuff I have that I'm trying to get ready for um, the fall. And, and looking back, that hour of work could have waited. But I also told myself, the story that one hour of work isn't going to ruin my vacation, which it didn't, but it brings up this idea of not being able to completely unplug for me because it wasn't do or die. Nothing would have happened long term that would have made a difference if I didn't do that one hour of work. And I, I read an article last week that said research has found that nearly 
half, 49% of American workers work at least one hour per day on vacation, with 24% of those people working three or more hours per day, which three hours is, I mean, even if you get up early and you're like, I'm going to do it from seven to 10, that's, or I'm going to do it. I don't know. It doesn't matter when you do it. Three hours is a good chunk of a day on vacation. And again, it goes back to that idea of we can't completely unplug. And I want to go around and ask everybody about that. I want to know like, why is it that, why are we connected in that way? Are these all emergencies? Maybe some of these people don't have the ability to unplug. Are we overworked? And if we let things pile up, we'll be miserable when we go back. And thus, we wouldn't even want to take a vacation in the future. Or do we need this little hit of work to remind us that we're okay? Because this constant working and making money and getting deals and promotions becomes a marker of true, all-encompassing success and, in quotes, kind of doing life right. Now, on the other hand of the truth that I believe, so on one hand, I believe that the, the constant striving can lead us to burnout or this workaholism. On the other hand, another truth is that if all we do is accept who we are and refuse to strive for more or better, we do miss out and we can kind of create a type of self-defeating self-talk. So can they coexist? Like, is there a line? Can they just coexist at the same time continuously? Is there a world where self-improvement can cause us more harm than good? How are we supposed to love ourselves if we have a constant message saying you can be better? And with these questions, I'm going to be the first one to say, I don't have all the answers here. And I don't actually know if I have any of the right answers, but I do have some thoughts and some ideas based on my experience and observations as a human living life and as a therapist walking through other people's lives with them. And I think most of us listening would probably agree that self-improvement is a deeply, deeply embedded, highly regarded trait in American culture. Again, I'm not sure about other cultures as much because I'm not as immersed, immersed in that, but there is something very, in quotes, American you know, that idea of pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and continuing to dig in the dirt, building character and working towards a highly sought after goal at the same time, which I feel like <laughs> me just saying that I just watched Holes for the first time last week. So I feel like that might have uh, that thought might have come from there because we actually have this very popular children adolescent movie. I watched it as an adult about literally digging holes in the dirt to build character. And in all fairness, this idea, this American idea of, of continued hard work by itself doesn't really seem problematic to me. It actually seems great. The idea that you can always get better, it feels very freeing at times. There is always space to be what you want to be in that regard. You just have to keep working and eventually you'll get there. But the more time I sit with this in reality, the more I find two major issues with this. Hey guys, Kat here, and I have something very important to talk to you guys about. Now, I know you're used to hearing me talk about therapy and how important it can be for you and how transformative it can be for you in your life. But if you're somebody who's tried therapy and it just hasn't done the trick, or you just need a little extra boost, I think I've found the next best thing. And the next best thing might just be Cozy Earth and their bamboo sheets and their bamboo pajamas. 
It feels like you are stepping into a buttery, cozy, warm, and cool hug all at the same time. And that's just their pajamas. Don't even get me started on their sheets. As soon as I touched them, I said, okay, we're changing the sheets right now. And the bonus is they come in this really cute travel tote so you can take your sheets with you wherever you go. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. We're all in luck because you can discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code UNEED at checkout to get 35% off. Yes, 35% off. And let them know that we sent you Unique Therapy after you check out. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. The first issue is, one, you actually can't be whatever it is that you want to be. And I kind of hate being the one to break this lie that was sold to all of us in elementary school, but limits do exist. And I personally believe that's okay. But if we don't believe that limits exist, then it makes sense to me why settling for not the best and greatest would be so upsetting. So that's the first issue is that this idea that we're all living with that, oh, you can do whatever you want. You can be whatever you want to be set. I mean, I want people to be able to set goals for themselves and I don't have the ability to be a professional basketball player. Those are not innate skills that I, I, I mean, I could be a good basketball player, but I, I, I don't know that that was ever going to be the path for me. For That was just like a silly example of that. And then this leads me to number two, if you can't always be better, then good enough never is going to exist in our reality which is going to lead us into this perpetual cycle of being dissatisfied with ourselves, with our lives, with the world. And again, this limitless thinking can be super helpful at times. And we have to be careful because it leads us into muddy waters with no boundaries. And this unboundaried idea leads us to other unboundaried ideas like being anything means that we should be able to be everything, which no wonder we also have this issue with perfection in our world, especially in our society, which is why these things have brought me to this conclusion. And again, I'm the first to say that I don't 
have all the answers to this and you are so allowed to disagree with me, but I have come to the conclusion that you can't have self-improvement without self-acceptance and you can't have true self-acceptance without the desire for self-improvement, at least not in a healthy way. Again, this is another one of those things, just like the question does, the answer, it makes my brain do these kind of crazy twists and turns like mental gymnastics to really understand that because the first thought is like, huh? It's, that doesn't make sense. If I accept myself for who I am, then why would I want to improve? Well, if I am kicking self-improvement out of the way and I grab on to just simply self-acceptance, what happens often is this lackadaisical almost surrender to our potential that moves us into the state of not trying and not even being our true selves. It can feel like giving up rather than knowing our limitations and the effort that we put into things starts to wane and we become almost like slices of ourselves versus the whole thing. And the picture that I have in my mind, it reminds me of like Eeyore, this kind of mopey, eh, it is what it is. I am who I am. But there's a lack of actual truth with you being okay with that. So it's not really acceptance. It feels more like throwing my hands up in the air. And on the flip side, if we have, if we refuse to accept our limitations and who we actually are and our limits, then nothing is ever good enough. And we end up in this, again, perpetual cycle of self-loathing. Perfection ends up being the goal and good or good enough is like a badge of failure. Like, I don't want that. Standing alone, self-improvement is often a more like socially acceptable disguise for actually self-rejection. And when you don't mix it with this acceptance of who I truly am, it can turn into this, to me, this race to kind of get rid of or hide or erase the parts of you that you don't like and that you don't want to accept. And then a race to fill up and replace those spots with something that you think would make you look better or something that you would think is going to make you feel better. So if I'm saying we can't kick one to the curb, what can we do in order to balance both and hold both of them true at the same time? I have come up with four very small, very simple things that I want to challenge people to invite into their lives. And so we can almost stand in this kind of continuum of both of them. We can hold both of them at the same time. And one is not going to completely overtake the other and lead us into one of these destructive states. So the first thing I would say is we need to really identify our values. When we have identified values, we can pull ourselves back into truth. But if we don't know what our values are, we can easily be convinced to engage and believe things that don't actually fit for us, but we can contort ourselves into making them fit. But then we also ha are going to, at the same time, have this feeling of like, oh, something's not right, or I still don't feel whole, or why do I still want more? It's because our, or we're living in a value system that actually isn't ours. So identify our values. What is important to you? What matters the most to you? Identify your idea of success outside of what your group of friends thinks, maybe what your religion thinks, maybe what capitalism thinks. Like identify what is it that feels successful to you. And we have to separate that from what we want people to think about us, right? Because somebody can think we're successful all day long we don't feel other people's feelings. So we have to live in line with our value system. And then the second thing I would say is we need to identify 
our value. So identify your values and then identify your value. If all of our value comes from, for example, success at work, that might actually not line up with our value system, like what what our values actually are. Maybe relationships or family is the most important, but I get all of my value from being successful at work. Well, then I'm going to be putting all this energy into raising the bar at work, but I'm not actually going to feel good about that at the end of the day because I'm not getting what I actually desire, right? I'm getting success at work because that pumps me up and it makes me feel like I'm good enough and da-da-da and people compliment me and I can post on social media that I got this raise or I got this promotion or I got this title, I won this award. But when it comes down to it, what you're really longing for is relations at home, but you're not ever at home, so you don't get to engage in those. So you're pushing the bar somewhere and you keep pushing it, pushing it, pushing it, pushing it, hoping that you're going to get that feeling one day, but you're never going to get that feeling at work if you're looking for a feeling that happens at home. I hope that makes sense. It really makes sense in my brain. And then so number three, identify, own, and reassess our limitations often. We have to leave space for reality in our pursuit of growth. So limitations like what are they now identify them and then own them and and know that owning limitations doesn't mean that you are less than because being a human means you have limitations and we all have different ones and then I want you to reassess them often because what might be a limitation in one part of your life or in one chapter of your life might not be a limitation somewhere else. So I want there to be a constant reassessment of, does this still feel true to me? If not, I'm going to shift that. And then the fourth and final thing is draw boundaries. Probably the hardest thing too. draw boundaries. It's okay to say no to things that a part of us want to do, but another part of us doesn't want to do. I mean, we are always in those kind of situations, right? Oftentimes, I want to say yes to everything because there's all these different parts that want to be satisfied. But again, it comes back to where do I find my value and what are my values? I need to make sure there's space for me to say yes to those things so I'm not continuously saying yes to things that actually aren't going to fuel me. And then I'm going to be in this constant hamster wheel of trying to, to do more and more and more and more. And I'm never going to get that feeling of, oh, okay. I feel fulfilled. So again, I'm going to repeat those four things really quickly. Identify your values. Identify your value. Identify, own, and reassess our limitations and do it often and draw boundaries. So if you're one of those people that kind of sits with that same question, and maybe it's a question you've been sitting with, but you don't even have the words to put to it. It was more of a feeling of how do I push myself and how do I grow and how do I allow myself to go after things that I want and be the person I I want to be, but also accept the person that I am. Hopefully this sparked some things and hopefully those four little tips can help you realign with the mental gymnastics you maybe have been doing in your head as well. So I want to say thank you to Courtney and Kim Kardashian for being the motivation for today's episode. I'm sure they're listening. And anybody out there who felt anything or got anything out of this or has any questions about anything I've said or anything I've ever said, know that you guys can always email me, Catherine, at youneedtherapypodcast.com. I always put out a episode on Wednesday where I answer questions that you guys send to me. So feel free to send any question that you have. Um, I keep them anonymous so you don't have to worry about your personal information being spread through the airwaves of podcasts. 
but you can email me there anytime. You can follow me, cat.defada, on Instagram. You can follow the podcast at You Need Therapy Podcast on Instagram. You can also follow my therapy practice at Three Chords Therapy as well. And if you are somebody who lives in Tennessee and this podcast or maybe just something else in the world has encouraged you to seek therapy or find a new therapist, I have three wonderful therapists that work at Three Chords that... I trust, obviously, because they wouldn't be there if I didn't. And um, we can serve anybody in the state of Tennessee, telehealth and in person. So if that is something that interests you, you can go to threechordstherapy.com. You can look at all of our different profiles and and see what fits the best for you and reach out. And hopefully we can set you up um, to start whatever journey you're looking to start with that. So I hope you guys are having the day that you need to have today. And I will be back with you on Wednesday for Couch Talks. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee visit rightrug.com that's r-i-t-e-r-u-g.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you 24-month financing is available with approved credit for 90 years we've been right here right now right rug flooring there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.